0: Hi everyone, this is Danny And this
1: is Sharissa ready to bring you Looking
0: Up Starting right after this song
2: If I could fly
1: a wonderful intro to today's program. This is The Looking Up Show and you're listening to a live broadcast. It's Wednesday the 15th of November. My name is Charissa and I'm joined in studio by my co-host here, Pastor Danny, good to have you here.
0: Oh, it's great to be here, Charissa. I am (laughs) just loving being on this show. I so look forward to it every Mm. single week. I like count down the seconds. (laughs) Not quite, but quite literally,
1: we do that (laughs) here in studio.
0: No, (laughs) no, I just, I just really love talking about the coming of Jesus.
1: Amen. It's just my
0: favorite subject of all.
1: And I think our listeners know you like talking about Him too. Amen. And so uh, we also keep we kept live and on air today by the wonderful Shell, and she's got some. Good songs lined up for us as well. as
0: always, as always.
1: So uh, this is a live broadcast, and as such, we would love to hear from you. We have a studio number which you are welcome to text us a message on. It's zero four eight 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 one seven six two four. You want to keep that number close by for later in the program when we'll share with you a free offer. That's. We've got, I think, a couple of copies off. I'll let you know more about that a little bit later. But keep the number handy, 0488-817-624. Also a reminder that if you haven't already got the Faith FM app, you need to get that because that means you will have uninterrupted coverage of Faith FM wherever you are provided your service provider doesn't crash.
3: Mm, <laughs> so, that's the big provider.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Flop Go Flopters! I didn't say a word, but yeah, I wasn't going to say the name. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so if your service provider is good, then you'll have uninterrupted coverage uh, as long as you have data. Mm. And also, of course, you can go to the website or the app Mm -hmm. and browse all past episodes of this program and every other program that's on this radio station Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as podcasts. And I heard you this morning on another program. I know,
0: I know. I'm not not, like leaving the Looking Up show. Have you still got enough words for this program? My allegiance allegiance is still with the Looking Up show, but yeah, I was filling in for Brother Lawson (laughs) um, who was doing an exam. And yeah, it was great to work with Donuta. She is like super on the ball. She
1: is, and you guys did a great job on The Breakfast Show yeah. this morning. so Kat, She's very organized, she unlike
0: is. me, very structured, very normal. She's just fantastic to work with.
1: It's good we all work together, isn't it? Amen. <laughs>
0: hey, we've all got different gifts and abilities. Yeah, well, There's I normal know. people, there's organic people, and there's and other there's... people. <laughs>
1: That's right. Well, uh, we're so glad that you're all joining us. And uh, please drop us a text. Let us know where you're joining us from if you'd like. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today.
0: Mm, heaps, heaps, heaps. There's
1: lots of current events. Mm, I, when, mm. Yep and he said they're it all. They're piling right on,
0: there. they're piling on, they're piling on.
1: That's right. And if we, we have a Bible study well, as well.
0: There'll be, there'll be scripture in There's there. going to be what lots of gonna scripture. What it's going to look like, we'll wait and find out.
1: Praise <laughs> the Lord. Well, I think we should listen to a psalm. Psalm 22. This is by Jill Zavan. I hope I said that correctly, oh, brilliant. but brilliant. Psalm 22. Beautiful psalm. Let's enjoy this together. I got that right. I'm told it's a French name, but a beautiful Psalm, Psalm Mm, 22. You're listening to the Looking Up program, and uh, we're about to talk about some exciting things that we've seen that tell us that Jesus is coming soon. Mm, Amen. Um, amen. Did you have a good weekend?
0: I had a brilliant weekend. Uh, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) If you weren't, I was going to go there. Good. Yeah, I finished up um, the Discover Hope series at Hamilton Church. Yes. And. Like, folk, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up as my final day there to send me on my way. (laughs) Unforgettable two weeks they provided my my favourite Sabbath lunch, which is haystacks.
1: How how truly advanced. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs>
0: telling you, it was the best way to finish off those two weeks. So yeah, so uh, look, it'll be long in my memory, amen,
1: amen, and in my
0: taste buds. Like those taste buds are going to oh. remain there as a memory for a long well, time. We no, were I had so a, blessed, had a blast. and and you wouldn't believe it. Sharissa organized this gift, which I I didn't need a gift because I just praise the Lord for every time I have an opportunity to share the good news of the gospel. <laughs> That's the greatest gift of all. But anyway, it was so so kind of her and the church to organize a gift, and they organized these. Stanley mugs, yeah, and uh, and a bottle of rum. No, it wasn't a bottle of rum. It was a bottle of gi- ginger. Ginger, sorry, ginger. <laughs> that
1: looks like rum, that but did it's look definitely right not rum, rum folks. I,
0: I'm like, um, should you should know what I'm like already? <laughs> I don't need any help. Uh, but no, and so I discovered. I discovered. Um, did you try it? the the rum? Yeah. No, No, the <laughs> the, the ginger. ginger. No, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried the, it yet. Uh,
1: the bottle, the label on the bottle is quite. It tells you it's got the kick of two angry mules or something. Oh, it's, wow.
0: it's real I, strong stuff. I don't know if I should have So just have, have the, a
1: little bit. Just have, have a little bit.
0: Before the Looking Up show, do you think <laughs> yeah. that'll really It will take off?
1: That'll put a tiger in your tank. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, but I hadn't even heard of these Stanley mugs. I'd seen them sort of floating around, you it's know, people trendy, carrying them. Yeah, they're very trendy. My daughter's, uh, like my younger daughter, she'd like filled them in whatever. it was. But Stanley, that's my dad's name. <laughs> His name is Stoyan in uh-huh. Macedonian, um, and if he's listening, big hi, Dad. Um, but his, yeah, his name in English is Stanley. There so you go. And now he's got a mug naft after him. Also, I was like, <laughs> Dad, you, you've got your own mug. Oh, that's
3: so Stanley cool. Stanley mug.
0: That's so, so cool. Anyway, so that was really cool, and, um, yeah, really enjoyed that. And um, big shout-out to a few – there's a few new listeners that I wasn't even aware of. There Mel you go. Mel, who's a regular listener now, she's been, like, listening to a whole bunch. Um, since she downloaded the app and oh, now she listens email. to the podcasts. Yeah. That's wonderful. She's one of our, um, she's in a Bible study that I run with one of my church members, Patrice. And Patrice is also a listener. Lynn is another listener.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, apart from my sister, we've got Kylie as well, Olivia. <laughs> <Lydia. laughs> How did, did I say something the wrong?
1: family's expanding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, and um, yes, that's really, really exciting to, and Emma, of course, you know, Emma, she's a regular listener. So there's a lot of people listening, actually. There
1: is, there is, and we're so glad that you're joining us. And And it was
0: my daughter's birthday yesterday.
1: Oh, happy birthday to Jamie
0: Lee. Jamie Lee. She turned 27. Do I look, do I look like I have a 27-year-old?
1: No, you don't, but what a, what a blessing.
0: Do I, do I? (laughs) Shell's
1: not sure about that.
0: (laughs) Shell. Do
1: I? <laughs> I have a 27 year old and I feel like I look younger than wow. you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
1: And wow. And like grandma.
0: Oh, yeah, grandma. <laughs>
1: Nana. Yeah, there you go. So, That's so, amazing. So, how
0: do you refer to grandma? Um, uh, like, like, what, are they, what are the kids supposed to call you?
1: Uh, Harley's, my oldest son, his uh, children will call me grandma, uh-huh. and Emerson's children call me mama.
0: Oh that's, mama. oh, that's that's very yeah. very nice. <laughs> that's so, so cute. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Wow, well, there you go, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, wonderful. And um, I guess you're still busy. You haven't you're still on the the preaching wagon cuz yes, uh, yes, yes, you're yes. going to be now continuing a series that's continuing or beginning actually this Saturday mm. at the Buleroo Seventh-day Adventist Church It's 54 Lakeview Street, Spears Point, mm. um called Signs of the Times. I think you'll have a lot to say. I
0: think I will. I, have a lot to say. I don't know how uh, I'm gonna condense everything into four presentations, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna be doing a series specifically looking at the signs in connection with the coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So and everything, how we prepare for the coming of Jesus, how we prepare others. Signs of the times and um, yeah, really looking forward to that. It kicks off this coming Saturday morning, eleven o'clock. Fantastic. And we've also got live stream. So oh, okay. yeah, so... so we'll be live streaming it as well. So people can go to the Bullaroo if they if they punch into YouTube. Bularo Seventh day Adventist Church or SDA Church. They'll be able to come up with the live stream and it all starts at eleven o'clock.
1: Wonderful. And today's subject, I mean Saturday's subject will be Jesus, Jerusalem, and the end. Sounds very relevant.
0: Yes, very much so. So yeah, I'm really look for and we got we're gonna feed people as well. Yeah. Every single week. Like at your church. Yeah. Following following in the um, footsteps of Hamilton Church. <laughs> um, we're gonna be yeah, providing lunch Amen. for everyone That's for wonderful. all four Sabbaths.
1: Sounds fantastic. So if you're in the area, please check it out. Or if you can't get there, maybe go online and follow the meetings there. And if If they want the
0: details, they can go to discoverhope.life.
1: That's a nice one to remember. We should probably tell people quickly about the um, giveaway that we'll have today. go for it, go for it. Aussie Reflections, it's entitled, and it's 25 Inspirational Stories and Meditations. There are only seven copies of this little book available today. So uh, when we give you the code word a little bit later in today's program – You want to be keeping the phone number ready 0488-817-624 to text in the code words. You Mm, can be one of the first. That's going to
0: go. I'm making a prediction. Oh yeah. I'm not a prophet or a son of a prophet, though I have a name of a prophet. (laughs) I reckon (laughs) these seven copies are going to go like hotcakes. Why do I say that? Because everyone loves a story, a powerful story, and this is twenty five. Inspirational stories and meditations. So yeah. these are powerful testimonies.
1: Really? Well, I'm just looking at the little blurb here mm-hmm. and it says from dropping your iPad in the bath to getting an unexpected haircut, from being surprised by an earsdropper to receiving a, br- a bunch of flowers. Those are twenty-five short uplifting stories. They sound really interesting. Wow,
0: it does. It does. Yeah, you're
1: right. You might be. A so part I think of that there too. might be
0: six copies left because I think I've already signed up for one. <laughs> so. Um,
1: all right. All right.
0: No, fantastic. So anyway, that's that's something to look forward to.
1: Okay, well, what have you found in the news that you want to point us to? Well, I think
0: we should start off with, obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on overseas. We're going to look at that. There's a lot of stuff going on in connection with Revelation and end-time prophecy, which we're going to look at. But I think we really need to go into our backyard. You sent me a news item that is hot off the press this week um, that came through 14th of November, which was yesterday. And the title, the headline was, New South Wales beefs up anti-discrimination laws with $100,000 fine. Talk to us about that, Shari. So why did you send that through to me? (laughs)
1: Because I knew you'd like it. (laughs) Um, No, just maybe I'll read a little bit from from the article here. People in New South Wales can now be fined up to $100,000 if they religiously vilify someone with the Minsk government amending existing anti-discrimination laws. Uh, These changes came into effect on Monday. They make it illegal by a public act to incite hatred or serious contempt or to severely ridicule a person or group because of their religious belief, affiliation, or activity. Vilification is defined as abusively disparaging speech or writing. And I would have to say, like, you know, like... We, I've got a lot to say on this yeah you start, I'm sure you like the intent of that is good like everyone mm. should be allowed Absolutely. free speech Absolutely. and so that's a good thing but you could totally see how a law like this in today's very sensitive culture where people get offended for no reason or for things that were never offensive before but suddenly you can't talk about them um, you could see how laws like this could really be twisted to stop um, anybody from saying something that you just don't like
0: This can be twisted. I totally agree with you. And, um, and I just want to be really crystal clear. As Christians in particular, um, the Bible says we ought to love all people. We ought to show respect to all people. In fact, it says, you know, um, it says be, be ready to give a reason for the hope that is within you with kindness and respect. You know, I think that's First Peter 3.15, if I remember correctly. Um, so we always ought to share our faith. We always ought to share our beliefs with kindness and respect. Totally get that. Totally believe in that. Totally endorse that and affirm that in every which way. However, however, if we follow in the footsteps of Jesus, we will at times find that the truth that we need to share is offensive to people, and people will really not like that. Mm -hmm. And as the case was with Jesus, if they had this law in Jesus' day, he would have, well, he didn't have a penny to his name, but we know what happened to Jesus. Jesus was put on the cross for the things that he said. Now, they were true. They were shared in love. But the, the, the reality is that not just Christ, but all the way through for the last 2,000 years, Of history and all the way through, um, truth has not been popular because Satan is against the truth. And so he incites those who are opposed to truth to oppose those who share the truth and ultimately to take them out, to cancel them, you know, to take them out of the way. So this is really serious because the Bible does tell us in the end, um, God's. Uh, people who seek to follow the truth and share the truth will be persecuted. Yes. You know, the Bible says that. And uh, and even Jesus said, all those who seek to live godly in Christ Jesus. No, Paul said that will suffer persecution.
1: Absolutely. And I'm just thinking here, you know, you brought up, The gospel there, and First Corinthians one twenty three, Paul says, "But we we preach Christ crucified, unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness." Now, to to the Jews, the word here "stumbling block." I just looked it up here in my concordance. It's the word "scandalong," meaning a thing that offends. (laughs) <laughs>
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So,
1: like, the gospel it cuts against the grain of, of culture, but it's because God is calling us to be part of a higher culture, a mm-hmm. culture of his kingdom. He yes. wants to prepare us for his family, to be part of his family.
0: Absolutely. And so, and so this definition, part of the article, vilification is defined as abusively disparaging speech or writing. You know, there's a book, and we have quoted from it, and we'll, we may quote from it again. Called the Great Controversy, mm. you know, written over a century ago. Um, and in this book, you have the truth of the last two thousand years of human history, and especially um, the time that we're living in, and what's ahead of us, all the way to the second coming of Jesus and beyond to, to the earth made new. And in this book, we have you know a religio-political system that has been active for hundreds um, of years and the role that that plays or has played and is playing and will play in the future in connection with um being at the forefront of Satan's attack against God's end time people to destroy them and so when you share you know who the beast is what the image of the beast is what the mark of the beast is and so forth that can easily according to this law very very easily you don't even need to read between the lines that can be seen as inciting hatred mm-hmm. or serious contempt or to severely ridicule a person or group because of their religious belief. Wow. I mean, absolutely, this, this has got good intentions. It does. Very good intentions, but this...
1: The, the devil could use it. He
0: can use this. To
1: stop God's message of
0: absolutely. truth. Absolutely, and, and to persecute mm-hmm. those who are seeking to share the Bible truth. And it's interesting, I go back to what Peter said. I think it's Acts 5.29, if I remember correctly, where he says, you know, you decide what you're going to do with um, Jesus. As far as we're concerned, we ought to obey God rather than man. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know we're going to continue to preach Christ and him crucified no matter what the cost. And in the days of Peter and the disciples, they were sent to prison. You know, there's some pretty humorous stories there in the book of Acts. They're sent to prison. The angel comes, rescues them. They're back on the front lines in Jerusalem. They're in the courtyard preaching again. And the, and the priests are like, what on earth? Mm-hmm. And then they reprimand them again and say, hey, didn't we tell you guys? And they're like, no, we ought to obey God rather than man. Mm. And so we will not stop preaching the truth that God has entrusted to us. And that's going to be my decision, and whatever it is, we need to share the truth in love. But rain, hail, or shine, I'm going to, by God's grace, and I know you will, and I know Shell will, um, because um, I've just said she will. Um, <laughs> we're going to preach, we're going to preach and teach, and seek to live out the truth of God,
1: amen.
0: As it as it's found in His Word.
1: That's right. No matter how unpopular that was. It doesn't be. matter
0: how unpopular. The truth's, truth never, is, been, truth's, truth's never, never been truth's never been popular. popular.
1: But sometimes the majority just means all the fools are on the wrong side. Absolutely. It was in the days of Noah, wasn't it?
0: Exactly. So well, truth's look,
1: never been popular. God doesn't
0: God doesn't determine truth by a popular vote. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say we're gonna you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a referendum and we're gonna determine what truth is. No, 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 no. God says this is truth and it's your choice whether you follow the truth or not.
1: And God God's truth, He wants us to know it because it's a blessing, Absolutely. and it's for our good. And it's if you want to have the most abundant life ever, follow Jesus and His truth.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: All right. Well, that was only one. Thing. That was <laughs> <laughs> we
0: could we could spend the next two hours on this. Literally, this is a huge, yeah, it is. huge item.
4: Yeah, um, and there's
0: and there's so many tentacles that go out of this. Yeah, really there is, and um, so anyway, we'll see where all this lands. But they've beefed it up because unfortunately, the existing legislation is not really cutting it, mm. um, according to the government. Anyway, enough from me.
1: Oh no, that was good, good discussion. So we're going to um, enjoy a song from Vintage Season now. It's called Bucket. How about that for a song title? <laughs> After that, we have the news, and then stay with us because we're going to continue these things.
6: Sometimes I feel like an empty bucket in the sand Seems I'm no use for anyone no more I've tried to carry some heavy things lately That push me, that bent me, want me out completely That's weird. Got something to do.
1: And this is the Looking Up program. So glad you're joining us today. It's a live broadcast on Wednesday, the 15th of November. And we want to let you know that we have seven copies of a little inspirational book complete with 25 stories called Aussie Reflections, that's up for grabs today. Seven of these will be coming out to the first seven people who will text in today's code word, a reminder, these inspirational stories um, talk about um, everyday happenings that make ordinary Aussies pause and reflect on life's deeper meanings. So I think you'll really be inspired by these reflections. And today, the code word, if you'd like to text it in, should we give it now? Yeah, might let's as well. do it Might now. as well because okay. we've,
0: really, we've really talked this up. So we they're, they're on have. the edge. They're on the edge.
1: We have indeed. So the code word for today
0: is? L-U-23-inspire. L-U-23-inspire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a team effort here in the studio. Right.
0: So let, let, let's do that again. L-U-23-inspire. I-N-S-P-I-R-E.
1: Beautiful. If you text that code word... L-U-2-3, Inspire, to the number 488 Then if you're one of the first seven people to do this, you will receive today's giveaway as a little gift um, to you, to inspire you and to bless you.
0: 25 inspirational stories and meditations. You can't go wrong. And yep. in this day and age, everyone needs some inspiration.
1: That's so true. So L-U-2-3, Inspire.
0: All right. Well, after this next story, you'll definitely need to get it if you haven't already ordered it because I've got a, I've got a news item. You know how the internet went down? Yeah. Was that last week or the week before? That was last week. Last week, okay. So <laughs> a, a week ago exactly. Well, I came across this article published today, November 15. Today's November 15, isn't it? It is. Okay. And this was the headline. This is from the Weather Network um, website. And the article was entitled The Devastating Impact of a Massive Solar Storm on Internet Connectivity. Ooh. Okay, so this is not this is not some hacker. This is not some IT optus. optus. This is not some technical glitch and upgrade. No, 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 no. This is this is out of our control completely. So this is this was really interesting and um and the article. The article was all about what would happen to not only the Internet but all our electrical way of living life. How would it be disrupted? What would happen if a solar flare, um, one of those super solar flares from the sun, hit our planet? Mm. And it has happened before. So, this is let, let me just read to you a, a little bit of this article. It says, "A solar storm occurs when the sun emits abnormally high amounts of electromagnetic radiation. When these coronal emissions collide with the earth's atmosphere, they disrupt they disrupt, I should say, the magnetic field and serious consequences can occur." Hmm. So, there was such a An incident on March 13, 1989, a massive flow of solar plasma paralyzed Quebec. That's in Canada. Within two minutes, the power grid collapsed due to underground electrical currents generated by the solar storm. Nine hours of darkness were experienced by Quebecans as a result of these currents. All right. Now, if something major, major happened from that point of view... um, U.S. scientists estimate that a single day's outage of the internet would cost the world seven billion dollars. All right, seven billion dollars for one day. If a major solar storm occurred, an internet outage could last for several weeks. Wow! So we're not looking at a few hours or a day or two, <laughs> That's but if there was a major incident, um, we could have no internet and we could have literally no, you know, no access to information. The way we access it today, at our fingertips, for literally weeks and weeks on end. And what do you think that's going to do to our world and world economy? Well, we just saw everything. what
1: it did for six hours, and, and that was, was just Optus. How many hours it was? Eight hours. Yeah, that was one. That company. was just
0: one company. And in, in people
1: lost business. Ho- yeah, you know, hos- hotels couldn't function. Hospitals were affected. All these things wow that 's amazing so
0: yeah, so it, it just shows how it just shows how vulnerable we are
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know that yeah, it's all it 's all good and well to have to have technology, however, um, that which is outside of our control out there in beyond beyond our world, the sun praise the Lord for the sun without the sun there 'd be no life, but if one of these solar flares was you know pointed in our direction and came. And emitted all this um, plasma, uh, it would, it would, this solar plasma, it would literally paralyze our planet. And so, you know, the Bible talks about some pretty crazy times just before Jesus comes. And this is certainly not out of the question.
1: Yeah, well that's that's amazing. I'm just trying to process how what this how, we wouldn't even be on Facebook.
0: <laughs> who needs a, who wants to call in? What's that number again for that inspirational story yeah, in meditation? 04-88-817-64. This is probably a good time. <laughs> this is a good time to promote it.
1: L U two three inspire.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed. All right. Um now, did you have anything else you want to share on that before no, no, I move on? From, okay, Please, let's, let's, the next one. let's move on to what's happening in the Middle East. Um, mm-hmm. Because the Middle East is very, very significant from a number of points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, not just, obviously, the, the the human tragedy that is taking place there yeah. on, a, on a level that we can't even begin to comprehend, but also from a prophetic point of view. Um, let's start off with... Um, how how this is polarizing our world? Mm. How this is polarizing our society mm-hmm. here in Australia? You know, we talked about the you know those anti vilification laws mm-hmm. uh, that have been beefed up by the New South Wales government, just put in place the other day, hundred thousand dollar fine. Well, we had in Melbourne um, just over the weekend. It was actually on Friday night, so the the Sabbath had begun, um, and uh, Jews were meeting in their in their place of worship in their synagogue there in Caulfield which is a major um, area where where Jews live yeah and the headline was clashes between pro palestinian and pro israeli groups in melbourne southeast is condemned. So there was a pro-Palestinian rally that was held in a park just outside the synagogue, and the synagogue had to be evacuated because of the safety mm. concerns of the worshippers. And so this this is all taking place on Friday night, and that was in the in the wake of uh, one of the one of the I guess protesters, Palestinian protesters. Um, one of his uh, shops, a burger shop. Was um, torched. Wow! There was an arson attack, and so there were many that kind of linked. The police said we shouldn't link. They linked his involvement in a in a Palestinian protest um, to his shop being burnt, mm. and so the you know the the pro Palestinian group they apologised for you know having this protest in the park next door to the synagogue and, and the disruption that caused and the fear and anxiety that caused the worshippers. But it just goes to show you know, where things are. There was a lot of heated conversation um, between you know, a group of Palestinians and a group of Israelis that literally faced off one another. This is in Australia. This is in oh. Australia. They were throwing bottles wow. of plastic mm-hmm. bottles at one another. There so were slurs. Sad. The police dozens of police had to be there in between them. so one group was on one side of the street the other group was on the other side of the street and so why i 'm pointing this out, and obviously there's you know there, there's protests you know right I think today or yesterday in the u s two hundred thousand pro Israelis mm. um, protested. In front of the White House, or there in Washington somewhere, we had three hundred thousand in the streets of London on the eleventh of this month, Remembrance uh, Remembrance Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. We had in a hundred thousand in Paris. We've had tens of thousands here in Melbourne and Sydney. So what this, situ- what, what, what this situation in the Middle East has done, which plays into the enemy's hands, is create polarization, create conflict, create hatred, and Satan knows when there's polarization, that is his opportunity to come in and to do his evil work. Because the old saying, the old saying of, you know, divide and conquer is so so applicable to this situation. So how does he conquer? How does Satan conquer humanity? How does he conquer us? Turns us against each other. Exactly, exactly. And so we've we're seeing it with with the first I mean he he he's the one that brought in this strategy of divide and conquer in the heavenly courtroom,
4: mm-hmm.
0: didn't he? Mm-hmm. The angels did yeah. he divide the angels?
1: There was war in heaven.
0: There was. Did he divide the two, the first two brothers on the planet? He did. Did he, he divide the first couple on the planet? He did. He did. The blame game. Yep. In the Garden of Eden, so Satan majors in bringing disunity, bringing division bringing hatred in order to achieve his purposes of, of binding and leading people and institutions and even governments and even the world mm-hmm. to himself.
1: It's amazing how having a common enemy brings people together too. Absolutely. <laughs> so you divide them but then you yep. bring them together on com- yep. a common. Uh-
0: yep. And the best way to destroy a society yeah. is to divide it. Yeah, That's the best way. And we know that. We know that from the White French... Why
1: Re- it from the inside out?
0: Exactly. French Revolution, perfect case in point. You know, you've got the rich and the poor, and that brought about the French Revolution. And so this final end-time revolution that Satan is gunning for, preparing the world for his final attack, which is his final, his final strategy to receive worldwide worship, is designed to first polarise, mm. divide the world, and then bring the world together under his dominion. So it's just incredible. Absolutely. So when you read the news headlines from that point of view, when you see what's going on in the world from that point of view, it all makes perfect sense. Mm. But without that biblical worldview, without that prophetic lens, you just got no idea. You're just like, wow, this is horrible, but why is it happening? Who is behind it?
1: Yeah, the Bible this pulls is- back the curtains. Exactly.
0: So the- Satan, he's the puppeteer. Yeah, Is that right? The puppet master. Yeah, the puppet yeah. master and... Nations and all these groups and so forth, they're all being pulled on a string by him. And that's why we overcome evil with good. We talked about that. Yeah. last week
1: well you uh you mentioned that it's you know significant for not only all the division but there's a lot of people who are looking at what's happening in you know the Middle East right now and saying it has prophetic significance for different prophetic oh reasons. yeah
0: we need we need to unpack that another time yeah we yeah, do we do need to look at uh, that
1: a lot of uh, people I'm seeing a lot of stuff on YouTube there people is coming out yeah, saying, yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah, prophetic yeah. and all that sort of thing well so, they're
0: looking at Israel um, well the United States and Israel are joined at the hip because of the United States evangelical view on Israel's role in end time prophecy Mm -hmm. literal Israel Mm -hmm. and so whilst the evangelicals have that view which is you know we won't get into that right now because we need you know time to unpack that and explain to our listeners where all this comes from but that is one of the major reasons that that would be the major reason not one of that is the major reason why the United States Is the best friend of Israel. Mm
1: -hmm. We'll have to. It's it's got nothing,
0: nothing at all to do with economy. Nothing at all to do with any other issue. Well, it has bits and pieces, but the main issue is their prophetic understanding of Israel's role in Bible prophecy. The evangelicals,
1: and it all comes down to how you understand Absolutely. and interpret Bible prophecy. Absolutely, and uh, we have to. Yeah, we should talk about that. We will. We will. Different schools of thought, oh, and they have are. interesting. So history. we need to
0: talk about that, and I um, the whole king of the north and the king of the south. I've had um, I've had some very interesting. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not sure if I would use the language insights, but certainly things to ponder on. Yeah. Um, I listened to a sermon by a guy, um, Tim Rosenberg. I don't know if you've heard of <laughs> I've him. I've heard of him. Yeah. And uh, Anyway, he brings out something that was very interesting and pulls a few pieces together. But, yeah, we'll do that on another, right. on another occasion. Um, but it's interesting um, that, yeah, the current situation is it's bringing the Muslim world together. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was a, a Muslim conference just the other day over the weekend and um, they came together, over 50 nations um, that have a Muslim majority and they came together in order to try and, you know, find a way forward. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's... I mean, you've got Saudi Arabia and Iran now having conversations together. They're like arch enemies,
1: it's bringing people together
0: it's bringing the muslim world all together Mm. because you've got the sunni and the shia you know they're like your opposites so um anyway it's it's really interesting what's taking place and yeah I, i i personally believe that this middle east situation it's sadly going to potentially escalate if god allows those winds to go it's going to escalate and who knows what it's going to look like and how this is all going to play into the enemy's hands?
1: Mm-mm. Well, I I hope you're wrong, but I really <laughs> no, hope I'm wrong. I really I, hope I'm wrong. That's very probably very true. Well, um, have you got uh, any thoughts you want to share in the last few seconds here? Because we have another song coming right up.
0: Um, yes. Um, what do I want to share? Uh, look. Let's see how quick uh. you can do. <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's interesting that um, Pope Francis um, and uh, you know Joe Biden. Uh, according to uh, an article on Fox News, uh, they're on the same page when it comes to the Middle East crisis. Oh, what's so, the article so, called? So that, 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 that's really, really interesting. Um, the article – let me just get rid of this here. Oh, um, don't you hate these pop-ups? Anyway, um, here we go. It says, um, uh, this was a Fox News – Biden allows – oh, seriously <laughs> – this is a disaster. Okay, okay. Biden claims Pope Francis on the same page as US on Israel Gaza, seeking for peace. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, interesting. So they're on the same page, and um, yeah, it's just it's really, really annoying about this this thing. But anyway, I can't do nothing about it. Well, so.
1: while he's working out his computer, let's enjoy the Walking Roots band, Shelter in the Time of Storm.
7: in a weary land, a weary land, oh a weary land, oh Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in the time.
1: what a beautiful song, Shelter in the Time Storm, and that is uh, very
0: appropriate for what's <laughs> um, happening up north <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, you're listening to the Looking Up program, and again a reminder, we've got a little book available for the first seven people, I'm not sure how many's left now, but the first seven people who text in today's code word, lu three INSPIRE, text that to our number zero four eight 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 one seven six two four, and uh, this little book will be coming to you, but yes, as Pastor Danny just said, you know, a program Appropriate song, shelter in the time of storm for what's happening up north. What's Mm. happening?
0: Well, you you were filling me in. Um, you're <laughs> just more across if you're this. <laughs> you're more across this than I am. But yeah, apparently there's some serious weather um, yeah. heading heading up north. Whether it's arrived yet or about to come, yes, um, we might be giving a bit of a, a a warning to our to our listeners up there in the Lismore area. Is that correct?
1: Correct. So I'm just looking at the news here. It says nasty golf ball sized hail warning for the Lismore area. Parts of the country will be battered by massive hailsto- hailstones on Wednesday before a big day of nasty weather on Thursday. Which is tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Severe thunderstorms will batter regions in New South Wales, northeast and Queensland, southeast on Wednesday, warning Aussies to brace for large hail and damaging winds.
0: It sounds like revelation. Yeah. The large hail.
1: It does, doesn't it? That's yeah. what I thought of.
0: <laughs> you did. This is like one of the, well, this is the seventh and last plague Yeah. that ushers in the coming of Jesus. So this is not it, folk. Jesus is not coming tomorrow, um, <laughs> but but the Bible does talk about you know large hail, um, the size of uh, where are we here? Um, just just looking here we go, great earthquake. Uh, da, da, da. Where is this large hail that I? Here we go, yeah, uh, sixteen twenty one, yeah, Revelation 1621, 1621. and great hail from heaven. So this is the seventh plague that ushers in the coming of Jesus, and great hail from heaven fell upon men.
4: Mm-hmm. Each
0: hailstone about the weight of a talent. Wow. Okay, and that um, is about fifty kilograms. Wow! So I'm not sure if you would that's call bigger than what hail. they're expecting. In this is more. <laughs> that's a lot. All big.
1: is much nicer. So than this. about
0: a talent, um, wow. men, and then notice it says men blasphemed God yep. because of the plague of the hail, since that plague was exceedingly great. And so yes basically this this devastates um the world and as we know it, you can imagine the cities and just everything's just gonna be destroyed. Yeah. Um this great hail. So um yeah, so that's that that is interesting. You know what's interesting? When you've got um when you read Revelation sixteen, how many of these um seven last plagues are connected with climate events.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: the first one. Good
1: point. I have not thought about
0: this. The first one is, um, you know, a disease. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, the Bible just simply says, you know, loathsome sores. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not quite told what they will be like, but just loathsome sores on the body. You know, from head to toe. We think of Job. Yeah. And his boils. Then, you know, the next plague um, affects uh, the rivers. Sorry, the the sea the next plague is pulled out on the sea and you know and the and the sea water turns to blood or you know it's going to be red it's going to be and you know, it's going to create death and every living creature in the sea died then the third plague was poured out on the rivers and the springs of water so that's our drinking water and they became blood um, and then it says the fourth plague is poured out upon the sun which we've talked about in connection with the potential internet disruption. (laughs) And uh, the sun had power to scorch men with fire. In other words, you know, it's really, talk about climate change, talk about global boiling Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. our friend, um, was it Pope Francis? No, it was um, the UN, yeah, yeah, the UN secretary (laughs) talked about global boiling. Yeah, we're going to be experiencing global boiling. Then the fifth plague, we go from global boiling to the kingdom of the beast uh, becoming full of darkness, mm. full of darkness. So you go from, you know, boiling to darkness, and we know that's going to bring cold.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, if
0: there's no sun, if the sun is completely, um, you know, if we don't have any rays from the sun, that's, that's going to create global cooling. Yes. So we're going from global boiling to global freezing, yeah. you know, in the next plague. And then you've got the Battle of Armageddon and then the hail you know, in plague number seven. So, so many of these are connected with um, climate change. And so you've brought up climate change. Let's talk a little bit about climate change. Um, Well, before that, before that, before that, um, that article, I know I've got to tell our listeners what was going on in case they're thinking, you know, what does Danny know what he's doing on the computer? And he doesn't. But um, just the other day, a friend of mine, he put this ad blocker. Uh, Do you know what ad blockers are?
1: And something that block ads.
0: Yeah, block ads. But the problem is, some of these some of these websites, unless you they allow, you can get behind
1: the
0: blocker. <laughs> no. So I was on this fox. I wanted to check this fox news article, which which I had up. But the fox news, um, unless you allow their ad blockers, they will not allow you to access their article. So Uh, there's like, it's like locked, you know, you can see part of the title, but the rest of it's locked. Gotcha. And so I was not aware of that. I'd never tried that before because I'd always had no ad blocker. So it was always fine. So this time it kind of stumped me. And anyway, finally, I read the fine print um, and I realized that was it. Anyway, this was the headline. Biden claims Pope Francis. So this is back to the Middle East situation. Biden claims Pope Francis on the same page yeah that that's a quote as u s on israel Gaza war Pontiff calls for peace. Mm. Biden says Pope Francis was across the board supportive of what we're doing, what the u s are doing and um and he's and he, and he, and he basically said um that uh, the Pope is supportive and endorses his game plan, okay Biden's <laughs> game plan. they're both Catholics. um he's only the second Catholic um you know. President of the United States, JFK being the first one, he says Biden. Sorry, he says the Pope and I are on the same page. That's what Biden said. He was very, very interested in what we're doing to deal with some of the crises that we are facing, particularly in Israel, at the moment. And um, and he goes on and he talks about you know how they're working together. What's fascinating to me is that. A few years ago, when was this? Back in, twelve, only two years ago, uh, Pope Francis was suggested as the chaplain of the United Nations. Did you know that? I did know Yeah Yep, Pope Where Francis. Where did you get that from? This was from Evangelical Focus, a website. Uh-huh. Um, and this was the headline, Pope Francis, the chaplain of the United Nations, question mark. With the recent projects, Pope Francis is making it plain what it means for the Roman Catholic Church to be a sacrament in the world, in the realms of global politics, education, and economy, uniting the whole of humanity around itself. Okay. This Hmm. was back in 2021, February 2021. And, you know, the author here goes on and says, you know, who else, who else can unite the world? Who else is across all the important issues and is providing a solution? Pope Francis, he had a way forward when it came to the pandemic. He has a way forward when it comes to the economy. In fact, when it comes to the economy, where is this interesting article here um, regarding uh, the world economy? Well, before that, before that, I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit here. I hope hope our listeners don't mind and you don't mind. But this was really interesting. Um, This was from Catholic News Agency, and this was back October 19th. So this is all, you know, post-October 7th. The headline, World Jewish Congress Leader Asks Pope to Use Moral Authority... In talking marks, to help Israeli hostages. Wow. So he's being called upon by the Jewish community. He's being called upon by the U.S. He's being called upon by the world to lead the way. Isn't to that lead amazing? the way.: So, yeah, Pope Francis on Thursday met with the president of the World Jewish Congress amid the ongoing Israel-Hamas war with the leader imploring the Holy Father to use his moral authority to address the hostage crisis in that conflict. Hmm. So it's interesting how you know he is being put forward more and more as someone to, to, to lead the world. This was also interesting. Um, this was from a few years ago. This is like six years ago. But this was an interesting headline. You can't you can't make these headlines up, Shari. So you really can't. I'm not sure if these folk. I'm pretty sure these folk are not aware of the significance of their headlines. Let me share it with you. This is the EU. Okay, European leaders meeting together, trying to work out how they can cooperate with one another. And the headline was: This was from the Express, which is a, a UK paper. Divine intervention! Exclamation mark. EU leaders will turn to the Pope over plans to revive struggling bloc, the European bloc. Wow. I'm telling you, (laughs) European leaders, uh, underneath, European leaders are set to hold a historic meeting with Pope Later this month, when they head to Rome, head to Rome to unveil their make or break plans to revive the struggling EU. I mean, come on, sister. Wow. Come on, sister. This is
1: all amazing stuff, particularly when you understand uh, Revelation chapter 13. And you see in Revelation chapter 13, that first beast power where the Bible says it had received a deadly wound, but that wound healed. And then all the world marveled after the beast. Um, We're seeing that.
0: It's incredible. It's just incredible. We're seeing that, Revelation 13.3, Revelation 17. You know, we've talked about this at length every week. You know, the ten horns, which you saw, are ten kings talking about the world, leaders. This is Revelation 17.12, who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. Mm. These are of one mind, that is, the -hmm. nations of the world are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Wow. It's right there. It is. In clear language. This is what that article went on and said. Brussels chiefs are hoping the pontiff can provide them with the leadership in Talking Marks. They are lacking to help solve the debilitating crisis tearing the block apart, the European Union. The 28 heads of government will meet with Pope Francis on March 24th. So this is a few years ago, but I'm just illustrating what the Bible says the day before they all gather in the Italian capital to celebrate the 60th birthday of the EU, the European Union, and launch its rebirth. Hmm. And this is just incredible. This is just incredible. And just as the Bible says. So... Um, Let's can that for a minute. Have I looked at this one? Yes, I have. Let's leave that for a minute. Um, we've talked about, yeah, the world. Um, yep, we'll leave that one. There was <laughs> another one. Here, I, where are we here? There was one here. Um, oh, here we go. You got th- it. Th- this is another headline. This is St. Vincent Times. So I'm assuming this is a Roman Catholic mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. periodical. Um, the headline, Pope Francis calls for a new world order after the pandemic. This was back in 2021.
4: Good
1: words there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, well, he did say, you know, he, he had a book, he had a book that he put out post pandemic in connection with the new world order. You're aware of that. eh? we've talked about that in the past. We have briefly. So I'm just throwing it out there. Um, Let's talk about the economy. He talks about Pope Francis calls for new economic order, criticizes capitalism. That was back in 2015, um, shortly after he put out his um, encyclical on the environment, because the economy, the environment, um, fraternity, peace—that all goes together. Yeah. Like the Pope, Fran- Pope Francis doesn't separate these ideas. Living in harmony with one another, taking care of the poor, taking care of the refugees, peace in the Middle East and around the world, the economy, the climate, it's all in the same basket. Mm-hmm. And it all revolves around coming together.
1: Yes, not necessarily based on God's truth, but just come together.
0: <laughs> so, all right, all right, Sharissa. okay. The simplest question you're going to be asked all year.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: What is the simplest and the best way to unite the world together on all these different issues in order for the world to, to be focused and reset at least once a week. I've given you a big clue. At least once a week we need to bring the world together Why don't we have a day for the climate? A day for the the
1: family, a day for the planet. A
0: day for everything. Yeah. What what would be the perfect day, do you think?
1: Well, (laughs) we know what they're going to suggest, but Sunday.
0: It's so clear, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you think about it.
1: They already have this thing called Climate Sundays. They do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great idea, isn't it? But God already had the idea, and he gave us the Sabbath.
0: (laughs) He did indeed. So you you think about it, and we we need a land because we're about to to go to some music. In fact, I'll shut up. I'll let you go. (laughs) (laughs) You go, and I'll continue on.
1: Well, he's got more to say, so don't go anywhere. Let's listen to True North now. I believe this was a listener request. On a Wednesday afternoon. So True North is bringing to us He Lifts Me. Let's enjoy this song and then after that we'll continue with more thoughts.
8: Despair and grief cloud my view, but help me see the signs of you. Light the way through last dark time, and help me heal this heart of mine. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong heart. Oh, yes, He does. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong heart. Oh, yes, He does. All my friends have turned away, bringing darkness to the day. You're the light within my eyes. I'm glad I've got you. It's to live Help me, Lord, show me the way. In your house, I long to reside. I'm glad I've got you by my side. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong arms. Oh yes he does, the Lord he lifts me with his strong arms. Oh yes he does, the Lord He lifts me with his strong arms. Oh yes he does, the Lord He lifts me with his strong arms. Oh yes he does me with his strong arms oh yes he does the lord he lifts me with his strong arms oh yes he does the lord he lifts me with his strong arms oh yes it does the lord he lifts me with his strong arms oh yes he does
1: that was True North bringing to you us He Lifts Me. And that was a listener request. Thank you, Kay, for... Um Asking for that song and you're listening to the Looking Up program. Again, a reminder, this is a live broadcast and we have seven copies of a little book entitled Aussie Reflections that are available for the first seven people who text in today's code word, which is LU23INSPIRE. LU for Looking Up, 23, year 2023, INSPIRE, the code word for today, LU23INSPIRE. Text that to our studio number here at 0488 Eight one seven six two four, and if you're one of the first seven and i know there's some left but not all then this little book will be coming to you and pastor danny has been just firing away here
0: oh, i'm telling you, sorry oh, sorry he's, sorry, he's
1: refreshed himself <laughs> and he's ready for this next segment
0: oh boy have mercy um you know what people tell me this is the only place they tune into news this oh, is really? the only news that they tune into. Yeah, I've had a lot well, of. We a couple more so-
1: stories so, then. <laughs> so
0: basically, because they tell me all we want to know is what news items impact Bible prophecy, how we can mm-hmm. prepare for the soon return, how we can help others, and and helping people join the dots. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and by God's grace, it's just it's never been simpler. It's never. I've been running programs on Bible prophecy for twenty years, Shorisa. So
2: yeah,
0: I'm telling you, the headlines have never dovetailed into. Actual biblical language from Bible prophecy, like they do today. Here's another one. Are you ready for this? We're ready. Oh, I'm telling you, you cannot make this stuff up. I know I say that a lot. That's that's my sister Lydia. She always says that you cannot make this stuff up. So anyway, all right. This is um, from a website. This was back in 2020. So I did a little bit of googling. You know, I just wanted I, I I typed in some of these headlines from scripture, basically, and said, "What's out there? What's out there online?"
1: Sounds like an AI search.
0: It does, yeah. But it was just a Google search, anyway. This was from, um, yeah, just a, a website, Life, Hope, and Truth, and uh, this was the, the headline: The Pope's Vision for a New World Economy. Okay, this is. What's he got now? Back in 2020, December 8,
4: 2020,
0: uh-huh. and uh, the subtitle: The Pope recently held a conference to discuss ways to change the world's economy. Will this bring a better world of tomorrow or perhaps something else was the question. Now notice, Pope Francis recently, so this is recently back in 2020, okay, mm-hmm. so it's a few years ago, Pope recently held a three-day conference called Hold On To Your Seat, Hold My On To Your hope Seat, truth? Shall Hold On To Your Seat, The Economy On Francesco. That's what it was called. Economy of Francesco. It was literally called that. (laughs) The conference featured experts and young people gathered to propose a redesign of the world's economy. This is straight out of Revelation 13, which we're going to go to in just a moment. Hmm. Attendees included specialists in the fields of economy, business, entrepreneurship, and social sciences. Pope Francis invited them with the aim of providing the world hope and transforming society into the, in quote marks, world of tomorrow. Where no one is left behind, mm. the Pope and the Catholic Church desire to help build an economy that is inclusive, sustainable. This is all the language um, that was shared: an economy that is inclusive, sustainable, and that can help our brothers and sisters to live together in our common home. That's his language. You know, um, that's that that signature language. And so, this is just so phenomenal. I won't go ahead and read the rest of it. Um, you know, he talked about global governance. Um, international collaboration, human dignity, family of nations, global action, single human family, all these buzzwords Mm. um, that are also found in Fratelli Tutti, Mm -hmm. um, also in the latest encyclical, you know, La Dato Deum. So this is all, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. This is just incredible, you know the economy of francesco and i'm just fact checking it as i go because the guys provided a link and Mm -hmm, this is from mm -hmm. vatican news okay so this is from the horse's mouth vatican news and this was a, a zoom meeting and i actually remember tuning into this actually now that i'm looking at it i remember tuning into this for a little bit and you can go online and you can find it on youtube yeah the economy of francesco economy plus fraternity times development equals future I'm telling you, I've sister. I've never been
1: good at maths, but I'm, I can see it right there. Vatican economy News. Economy plus, plus fraternity times development equals future.
0: Now, tell me. We just read Revelation 17. We did. Is this, is this? That's
1: Revelation 17 in a maths equation. It is.
0: <laughs> it is. Now, we know the economy is going to be part of the whole end time <laughs> game. We've got to go back here. I know we're all kind right, of going right. back. But... I'm hoping we're all going to get it. Revelation 18. Go to oh, Revelation okay. 18, please. And there we discover that the kings of the earth, okay, that's the political establishment, and the economies of the world—that's all one, okay—and the environment, of course, and peace and prosperity—that's all going hand in hand. So, if you want to read, if you want to read um, verse Revelation 18, and well, let, let's pick it up in verse. 2 and 3, please. Revelation right. 18, 2 and 3.
1: The Bible says here, And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. Okay,
0: let's just pause there before we go to verse 3. Yeah. You were there at my seminar yes. that I took on the state of the dead, what happens when you die. Yes. What did I share when it comes to spiritualism, Hollywood, and and what is happening in the movie industry right now?
1: That they're all buying into this uh, this spiritualistic idea that the dead, when they die, are not dead. You can communicate with them.
0: Absolutely, and the new age movement is mm-hmm. that growing.
1: Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And uh, I mean, we talked about TikTok, mm-hmm. witch talk, and all that. I mean, it's just exploding like exponentially. And so here in verse two, we've got we've got the foundations for what's about to be shared in verse 3 so spiritualism satan working through signs miracles and wonders is part of preparing the mindset helping people to prepare themselves for the signs and the wonders and the miracles that are going to be part of his end game to bring the world under his dominion to deceive the nations that's matthew 24 that's you know thessalonians that's revelation 13 and then we go to verse 3
1: Verse 3 says, For all the nations have drunk. How many of the nations? All the nations Mm -hmm. have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of economic deals going on here.
0: There's wheeling and dealing going on here. Um, And this is all speaking of Babylon. Mm. Babylon, the greatest fallen. Babylon at the end of time, you know, as much as God loves all people, God loves all people. But God points out systems that are opposed to his truth and opposed to his truth in the greatest way by seeking to take away the prerogatives that belong to Christ and Christ alone who ought to be Mm worshipped. And sadly, this Babylonian system at the end of time is none other than the Roman papacy that Satan will use to lead the whole world. Wow. It's the whole world that is being led. Satan's always had leaders, you know, mm-hmm. an institution or a person. You know, Nimrod, he was mm-hmm. the builder of, of, of Babel, the Tower of Babel. And all the way, King Nebuchadnezzar, he yeah. was at the head of Babylon of all. So we're talking about a system.
1: Yeah, definitely a system because oh, because uh, just had a little… Uh, a
0: little accident. Yeah. But we're pressing it's on. It's
1: water, a little dry. Yeah. <laughs> um, just speaking of Nebuchadnezzar, though, you know, he was the leader of that system. Mm. But did God love Nebuchadnezzar? Absolutely. Did he reach him? He Absolutely. Did. Absolutely. And his, uh, the Bible records his testimony in does. the book named after you, the book of Daniel, Amen. Daniel chapter 4.
0: Yes, it's a great story. Yes, And right on that, go to verse 4. You've got to read verse 4 right yes. on that point.
1: And I heard another voice from heaven saying, this is Revelation 18.4, Come out of her, my people. This is God speaking. Lest you share in her sins unless lest you receive of her
0: plagues. So come out of her, my people. So come out of her. Who, who is the her here? Babylon. Babylon. Okay. Babylon that is leading the whole world contrary to god's plan but god has his people mm. and he says come out of her my people
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and how will that happen you have got to get go a verse one so we've left verse one verse one tells us how that will happen oh, in the end.
1: beautiful after these things i saw another angel coming down from heaven having great authority and the earth was illuminated with his glory
0: Wow, and so what is this? What, what is this talking about?
1: Well, the word "angel" in the Greek means "angelos," means mm-hmm. messenger. Mm-hmm. So it's a message that comes mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. heavenly origin. It's coming from heaven. Uh, this is because of revelations and signs and symbols, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this message has great authority. And who has all authority? Jesus mm-hmm. does. And the earth is illuminated with his glory. I can only think of one person who's the light of the world. Mm-hmm. Jesus is. And that's is. the character
0: of, of Christ character and the character of him. God.
1: And so, yeah, this is a Christ-centered message that lifts Jesus up and his righteousness to the world right before mm. the end of time.
0: Amen, amen. And so this fourth angel.
1: It's like the last sunrise. Yeah. Jesus. As, the sun. oh, <laughs> I
0: like that, I like that. That's very, very poetic and very...
1: <laughs> I wish I could say it was original. <laughs> Thank you, Dwight Nelson. <laughs> he preaches sermon on <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Wow, that's powerful. So you've got this fourth angel yeah. that gives power to the three angels' messages of Revelation 14.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. It doesn't necessarily add a new message. No, no, no. It this amplifies is, the message. This amplifies.
0: This is the power, and the power is this, is this is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit being described right here. Yes. The latter rain. So the early rain fell on the day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago that prepared the soil, well, I should say prepared that seed. It sprang forth. But the latter rain will fall at the end of human history to prepare the world for the second coming of Jesus, where everyone will have the opportunity to hear and understand what Babylon entails, and they will then have an opportunity to come out of Babylon and instead come into the New Jerusalem. So Mm. when God calls us out, he always has an open door to call us into.
1: And he always calls us into something better. Like Absolutely. if God calls us to leave behind something that we love but is actually damaging us absolutely. he calls us to give that up and to receive him which is absolutely. so much better
0: absolutely and you know and we talked about this last week so i won't uh, go over it but you've got babylon um her plagues coming in one day that's mm-hmm. revelation eighteen eight, mm-hmm. um and then it says you know the the merchants of the earth yes. you know they're they're standing at a distance yes um and the kings of the earth, and the merchants of the earth. They're standing mer- kings at a, at being a distance. Leaders, That's right. political the merchants
1: being economic the leaders. Economic,
0: and they're weeping mm. at Babylon's demise because it says there, as you can see, read it in verse 10, maybe you want to read what they say in verse 10.
1: Yes, the Bible here says, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come.
0: Yeah, and it repeats that three times. In one hour, in one hour your judgment has come. It comes quickly. So it comes very quickly. And that's in in Revelation um, seventeen. It also says, you know, it will it will come to an end very quickly. Because in Revelation 17 Verses twelve and thirteen, where we 've got this one mind, this one hour, this one we 've talked about the g twenty you know just this year, and this one theme, one mm-hmm. nation, one world, mm-hmm. one everything in verse fourteen, if you want to read revelation seventeen fourteen what follows mm-hmm. this is just so beautiful
1: yes, so the Bible says, here these will make war with the lamb. And the Lamb will overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful.
0: Mm, Amen. Amen. So that's how it's all going to end. Yep. Um, the lamb wins. Yep. The lamb will win, and um, so we're heading into some serious territory.
1: Yeah, and I was listening. But to, the lamb
0: is the winner. Go for yes,
1: it. yeah, that's true. And as we are, you know, the, talking about how the Bible pulls back the curtains on what's happening and in, in all around us in the news and what's mm. happening in our society, we see a great battle going on. It's a, a battle of cosmic proportions. It's a great mm. controversy. Yes. We see that the activity of the dragon is very busy, mm-hmm. but. God wants to be active too. Mm. The Lamb wants... The Lamb wants to be active in each one of us, and that 's that beautiful verse. you know he wants to be not just talked about we talk about Jesus, but he wants to live out his life within Amen. us, Christ in us, the Bible says, the hope of glory mm. so yeah as, as satan 's work is definitely happening, we need to surrender to Jesus, allow him to live in our hearts mm. because he wants to shine through us as yeah. well
0: yeah I like, I like that because jesus says i 'm the light of the world mm. And he says, You are the light of the world. And so we don't have any light, just like no. the just like the moon doesn't have any light in and of itself. It That's reflects right. the the light from the sun. So too, the only light that we have when Jesus says you are the light of the world is when we are reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. A
1: little bit like the moon.
0: Exactly. Yeah, mm. well there, yeah, exactly right. So what what God's plan and what God's aim for us is in these final end times, as the world is getting darker and we're heading to that midnight hour.
4: Yes, you know
0: the Bible says in Matthew twenty five, at midnight mm. the cry was heard, behold the bridegroom is coming, and that's symbolic for the darkest time in human history.
1: Yeah, so we've at, seen what the dark ages look like. That's exactly so right. It's going to be worse than that. So
0: they're called the dark ages, yeah, for a reason. Yeah, because the 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 light of God's truth and glory was. Shut up! Shut up! Exactly. So God is asking us through the power of this fourth angel, the Holy Spirit, at the end of time, to be used by God to light up the world because when the darkness is heaviest that's when the light shines brightest Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Amen. Hallelujah
1: Well that's a wonderful way for us to finish this part of our program I was going to say it's I
0: hope we haven't finished because I haven't finished
1: It's not over but we've run right out of time to keep talking right now uh, Leanne's been listening she says Yes I only listen to your news too so Oh
0: there you go I told you
1: Good to have you joining us Leanne Praise
0: the Lord God well, bless you Leanne
1: We're going to listen to PJ Anderson now bring to us an all time classic and one of our favourites it is well with my soul after which will be the news and then we will continue this subject
5: When peace like a river attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll Put it oh, yeah. My soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though try. Let these blessed assurance control That Christ has regarded My helplessness estate In His shed. soul he is well he is well with my soul my sin
1: Looking Up program is right here, right now. We are still going here. Again, a reminder that if you haven't already tried for today's giveaway, Aussie Reflections, 25 Inspirational Stories, you can still do so by texting today's code word LU23INSPIRE to our studio number here, 0488. 817-624. Eight one seven six two four. Now, we were really getting into a Bible study just here before we uh, had the news mm. and that beautiful song before. Uh, but where should we go now?
0: Well, I do want to take a look at a couple more um, items. And the first one is um, something that's being, um, I guess, proposed and uh, looked into by the United Nations.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're proposing... A digital ID system, okay, which okay. we've talked about, and yeah. that's something that's not new. You know, in Australia, we've got you know proposals in connection with this, and many other nations. Um, we've talked about the central bank digital currency, you know, that is you know being a, uh, being rolled out, or certainly um, investigated by many countries. Some some countries are even rolling it out as we speak, mm-hmm. or trialing it. Australia's part of that, you know, pilot plan. But now the United Nations, check this out are proposing a digital ID system tied to bank accounts and mobile payment platforms. Hmm. Okay, so tying mm. central bank digital currency with your digital ID. Interesting. Okay, on a mobile payment platform. <laughs> so, we're all connected, yeah. okay? And a lot of people, a lot of people today don't don't have any any physical money. They don't even have credit cards. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use their phones to purchase um they use their phones to book airline tickets they use their phones to do a whole bunch of to book you know to get their groceries audit or whatever uh, the case may be and this is this is a little from this article this was back in um june so you know it's it's all part of this um uh, uh, sustainable Development Goals agenda also taps into the World Economic Forum and what they've been proposing. It says the United Nations is proposing a universal digital ID system that would directly connect to people's bank accounts and payment apps. Our comprehensive new policy agenda from UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres details an identification network designed to digitise and streamline the process of verifying people's identities on a global scale.
4: Wow. Wow! Mm-hmm. So this this, this that's sounds amazing. A
1: little, this language,
0: sounds a little, right? There. Yeah, let, let me let, let me go on here. The proposal is outlined in a section dedicated to global digital cooperation and sustainable development goals. That, that's what it's called. And this is this is straight out of the proposal. This language now: <laughs> mm-hmm. digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverage and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. It goes on, digital technologies may help to reduce leakage errors and costs in the design of social protection programs. And it goes on, and, and it talks about this uh, a lot more. It's fascinating. It is, it is very fascinating. And um, it says, it goes on in this actual um, proposal. I'm reading from the proposal here. This is the UN. Proposal: Digital technology has led to massive gains in productivity and value, but these benefits are not resulting in shared in shared prosperity. That's why it's got to be global. Global, digital identity, global, centralised bank, and, and through your phones. And everyone's got a smartphone today pretty much.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Even in third world countries, they've got smartphones. They might not have too much food to eat, but they've got smartphones. Yep. I've been there. I've seen it. Yep. Um, it goes on. The wealth – and check this out. This is from the thing, and they point out the wealth of those in the top 1%, 1% in the world is growing exponentially. Notice these stats. Between 1995 and 2021, they accounted for 38% of the increase in global wealth, that 1%. Mm-hmm. Okay? They, they raked in 38% of the world's wealth, mm-hmm. growth in wealth. While the bottom fifty percent of the world's population accounted for only two percent of the world's increase in wealth, wow. so he says, and it goes on here. Digital technologies are accelerating. Notice this. This is a, This statistic will blow you blow you away. Digital technologies are accelerating the concentration of economic power in an ever smaller group of elites and companies. So they're, mm-hmm. they're saying, we've got to share the pie. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not fair. That's the Pope Francis, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The common good. Yes. Fraternity. The world. We are all in this together. Caring about the poor. It, it took the name of Francis. Mm-hmm. The combined wealth, it goes on here, the combined wealth of technology billionaires Yes. is was 2.1 trillion in 2022. That's 2.1 trillion which is 2100 billion which is greater than the annual gross domestic product of more than half of the group of 20 economies. So that's the 20 leading nations on the planet do not put out that much 10 well half of them 10 of them don't put out as much GDP every year as these tech companies have together. Wow! And so, and so, and so, Revelation thirteen—you yeah. got to read Revelation thirteen yeah, I was now. In, right there, I know. Go to Revelation thirteen if you want to read verse um, sixteen and seventeen. Notice the language here, based all on right. what we've read.
1: He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name.
0: Okay, did you notice the language? Both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. Everyone. Everyone. And what is this proposal all about? This proposal is about is about providing equality. Let's mm. share the pie mm-hmm. so that 1% of the world's population doesn't own 99% of the world's resources. That's not fair. hmm why should, why should some you know, have so much that I don't know what to do with it while others don't have anything to eat? And that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And so if you, if you propose a new world economic system that's fair and just, guess what? That is going to be a huge selling point. Mm. The rich won't be all excited about it, but guess what? They're not the majority. Mm-hmm. Guess who's in the majority today, the rich or the poor? The poor. the poor because there's been this massive division this massive polarization we come back Big to disparity. that word exactly when you divide mm-hmm. the the wealth then guess what you have an opportunity to reset reset the world economy
5: mm-hmm. and that's
0: exactly what pope francis has been on about since he began his pontificate in 2013 we need a new world economy. And I just you know, I, I read to you um, you know, some of those statements. And and the whole environmental thing, you know. If we if we look at the whole environmental thing, you know, just, just I mean, just an article that came out November 9, what, just a few days ago. This is ABC. The world has experienced its hottest twelve months on record. <laughs> and El Nino is said to drive temperatures higher. They were saying that, you know, we have experienced the hottest year I think it had here in 125,000 years. How they got? Wow. Them. Yeah, I'll read it. <laughs> this, breaking is it, records. It, is, this <laughs> is the hottest temperature that our planet has experienced in something like 125,000 years. Mm. And we know that this world, you know, human life or God created this world 6,000 years ago. We know that according to scripture. But guess who's going to the climate conference this year,
1: yeah, we talked about this. We talked I about this one. The Pope
0: for the first time. Mm. He's not sending a delegation,
1: and he's already had a meeting with the president. We talked about that.
0: We talked about that, and we
1: talked about what comes before it. The faith leaders have already yes, met. Yes, they've already and met. signed a powerful document, of recommendation so. to the leaders of the world
0: to to act. Enough, enough lip service, enough waffle and nonsense. Yep. We need to act, and so things are lining up. So this this cry of peace and safety. Yeah, that the Bible talks about, it's there. Now, our friend Pope Francis, it's not only um, the environment, um, but but he's also, we're over we here. Oh um, yeah, I've already done that one. Um, not just the the environment, but he's he's looking to he's looking to be a friend to all people, mm. which we need to be. This was this was phenomenal. I don't know if you sent me this, but I saw this. Uh, this is from the AP News, and this was just a, a couple of days ago, November ten. The headline Vatican steps closer to allowing transgender people to be baptized as Catholics. Wow. <laughs> So, um, yeah, in the United States... Um,
1: yeah, someone was telling me about yeah, this last week.
0: Yeah, this is, this is huge. Um, it is a major step for trans inclusion. It is big and good news, said Francis. Um, de Bernardo, Executive Director of Maryland-based New Ways Ministry, um, which advocates for the greater LGBTQ acceptance in the church. And so it's really, really interesting, some of the language that is coming out and, um, you know... In 2015, the church said, no way, Jose, because it's not biblical. Um, But now they're saying, well, you know, under certain conditions and under certain circumstances, you know, we want to be inclusive. (laughs) We want to act for the common good of Mm -hmm. all. And so if I would have said to you that this would be happening in the Church of Rome, I would have said this to you 20 years ago, what would you have done?
1: I would have said, really?
0: You'd say, (laughs) don't you, you're a lunatic. You are a lunatic. But so what we can see now is we can see Pope Francis and the Church of Rome. But Pope Francis is its leader, is seeking to be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. It's the people's pope. The rich and the poor, Mm. the free and the slave, all. Mm. You know, I want to be a friend of all. And so this is all. You know, this is all playing into Revelation 13, where the whole world will marvel and wonder. Because there is a, a system, an institution that's going to lead us to that, to that aim and that ambition and desire for peace and safety.
1: Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, behind all of these events and these systems, is you know Satan is working to try and steal worship from God. He is. He's trying to steal our allegiance from God and our love, which should go to Him. He wants to take it away because he he does not want for us to experience eternal life. Mm. He does not want for matter. us to call heaven home because that was once his home. He knows mm. how good it is. He's jealous mm. yeah. and angry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um so so we we're, we're, we're getting close and that's why the Bible says look up. Yes. When you see all these things because your redemption is drawing near and that's exciting.
1: Absolutely. So the only
0: reason we share all this is to you know affirm the reality and the truthfulness and the sure word of prophecy, to use the words of Peter. Hmm. You know, in what is it? Second Peter or one nineteen, or First Peter one nineteen?
1: It's in Peter.
0: It's in Peter. <laughs> it's it's one nineteen, chapter one nineteen, either in First <laughs> or Second check Peter. I'm in my
1: Bible here, but um,
0: but, but yeah. yeah, we have a more sure word of prophecy.
1: So exciting, and, and you know, this ancient book, mm. these, you know, like the song says, ancient words ever, ever true. true. These words ever true, changing me, changing you. Amen. Those ancient words have been. Never more relevant no, than right now.
0: Happen. So we want to encourage people to read their Bibles. Yeah. Read your Bible, You know, pray every day as the song says, and you'll grow, grow, grow. <laughs> I love that song. Um, here, here is an end. We're about to land this segment. We don't have much time. But this was, um, this was a very interesting headline, 21st of October. So literally, what, yeah, less than a month ago? So mm-hmm, post, mm-hmm. October 7th. Um, this is from RT News, which is Russian television news. And the headline was, U.S. will build new world order, says Biden. The (laughs) current system has run out of steam, the president told supporters in a campaign speech. Um, Yeah, he he says the current U.S.-led world order has run out of steam, but Washington will shape the system that replaces it, U.S. President Joe Biden told supporters on Friday. Leaders in Moscow and Beijing, however, have argued otherwise. Well... We'll find out who um, who will hold the day. Speaking at a campaign reception in Washington, Biden bragged about how he convinced Japan and South Korea to send financial aid to Ukraine and how he signed a rail and ports deal with the EU, India and Saudi Arabia at the G20 summit in New Delhi last month. And he goes on. These are Biden's words. So I think we have an opportunity to do things if we're bold enough and have enough confidence in ourselves to unite the world in ways that it has never been before. Wow. Straight out of the mouth of the false prophet according to Scripture. Amazing. The lamb-like beast is speaking. It's yelling. It's shouting. (laughs) Jesus is coming. Hallelujah, Maranatha.
1: Amen. Well, we need to hear more of the ancient words. (laughs) Oh, go, shall, Go, shall. Danny's brought us to this uh, beautiful song right now, Michael W. Smith, Ancient Words. Ancient Words by Michael W. Smith. I love the words there. Ancient Words will guide us home. God's
7: Word is going to point us in
1: that path to heaven. Well, our time has quickly come to an end today on the Looking Up program. Thank you all for joining us. But before we part Mm. in this program... Pastor what are the final thoughts you'd like to leave with well, our listeners?
0: Well, the Lord's the one that orchestrates everything I say on this program because it's so <laughs> organic and it's unplanned. And it's interesting that this very last article I was going to share on, you know, Biden's aims for a new world order, you know, saying that the last 50 years have been okay, but now we need a new world order. Um, he literally uses that language, um, takes us to the new world order that God is going to create, mm-hmm. and so this is the ultimate new world order, and we find that in Revelation twenty-one. Amen. Revelation twenty-one, and this is God's new world order um, that He sets up. This is that rock that is cut out without hands in Daniel chapter two that strikes the image on the feet of iron and clay, which represents the new world order from the nations, the Babylonian new world order that that. Falls apart, that is destroyed, that is no more, and God sets up His new world order in His city, Yerushalem, as the Hebrews say, city of peace. And notice what it says, Revelation 21, maybe you can read it for us please, verses 1 to 4.
1: There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away.
0: Hallelujah, amen. This is God's new world order. Yeah. This is God's new world it's beautiful. order. Beautiful. There is there is no other there is no other hope other than what God has given to us in his word. Mm-hmm. And can we trust these words, Sharusa? Yes. Or
1: well,
0: read verse five yes. for the answer.
1: Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful.
0: Amen and amen. And who and who is invited to be part of God's new world order? Read verse 6, please.
1: The Bible says, And he said to me, It is done. I am Alpha the and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts.
0: Okay, is this... Is this invitation um, exclusive or is it all-inclusive?
1: It's about as inclusive as it gets.
0: Absolutely.
1: All are invited.
0: Absolutely. And then finally, verse 7. God's perfect number is 7. Finish off that passage with verse 7. What does it say there?
1: Here the Bible says, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son.
0: What a way. What a way to bring in the new world order that God has. We're going to be his sons and his daughters. And we can inherit all things through Christ if we overcome through Him and His power.
1: It doesn't get better than that. No,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't. Why don't you pray and then sign off for us, Charissa.
1: Our wonderful Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, that in a world of chaos and pain and hardship we can look to your word and we can look up and we can see that you have promised so much more a better world where there is no more pain no more heartache no more war Mm, Lord we long to be part of your kingdom and so we just turn our eyes to you now we give you our hearts I pray for our listeners may you bless us each one as we put our lives in Jesus hands trusting him looking to him because we want to be ready when Jesus comes
4: Mm, we love you
1: Lord and bless us each one as we continue to study the Bible because these ancient words are ever true and lord as we study may you change us and transform us to be more like jesus we pray in jesus name we ask this amen
0: amen and amen
1: amen well thank you all for being part of this program it's been a wonderful time amen we will be back same time same place next week for more of the Looking Up program. But until then, just remember this wonderful thought that fear looks around, regret looks back, but faith is different. Faith always looks up, so keep looking up and may God bless you all in the week ahead.
5: Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up the tears begin to start With a prayer all your cares He will cast into the depths of the sea